Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Get your favorite lamp and light it. It's time for a story. Today's story is Aladdin, adapted from the original version by Elaine Lindy. Part 1. This version of Aladdin comes from storiestogrowby.org, a collection of hundreds of stories, ranging from fairy tales to folk tales to bedtime stories. Once upon a time, a young man's father died. Aladdin, as that was the young man's name, took his father's place in running the family store with his mother. One day, a stranger walked into the store. I am your uncle, said the stranger to Aladdin. I have come to see you. But my father never spoke of a brother, said Aladdin. Aladdin's mother turned around. My husband had no brother, said she to the stranger, narrowing her eyes. I assure you, it is true, said the stranger. Years ago, your husband and I agreed that if something should happen to him, since I have been very fortunate in my life, I would help to bring the same good fortune to your family. The mother was interested. What did you have in mind? she said. I know of a secret place that holds many riches, said the stranger. I will take your son. With the wealth he will find there, you and he will be set for life. And so the mother agreed. The old man and the boy traveled for days throughout the desert. At last, they came to a cave. You must know that I learned a bit of magic in my life, said the old man to Aladdin. Don't be surprised by anything you might see. They stepped inside the cave. Pitch black it was. The old man shook open his fist, and a ball of light suddenly appeared, brightening the cave. Under the light, with one long finger, he drew the shape of a circle over the ground. He pulled from his pocket some red dust and threw it over the circle, and at the same time said some magic words. The earth trembled a little before them. The floor of the cave cracked open, and the cracks grew wider and deeper. Then up from below the ground rose a giant white quartz crystal, and it filled the circle. Do not be alarmed, said the magician. Under this giant white crystal lies a treasure that is to be yours. He chanted a few magic words, and the giant crystal rose up several feet in the air, moved to the side, and landed. Aladdin peered into the hole. He saw steps that led down to a dark hole. Fear nothing, said the magician to Aladdin, but obey me. Go down, and at the foot of the steps, follow a long hall. You will walk through a garden of fruit trees. 
you must touch nothing of them. Walk on till you come to a large, flat stone, and on the stone will be a lighted lamp. Pour out the oil in the lamp and bring it to me. Now go. Aladdin slowly stepped down the stairs, through the garden of fruit trees, and marvelous to behold, the trees held fruits that sparkled and shone. He could not help but reach out and touch one. Then, too late, he remembered what his uncle had said. But nothing terrible happened, so he figured he might as well put the fine jewel fruit in his vest pocket. Then he picked another, and another jewel fruit, till all his pockets were filled. Aladdin came to the large flat stone, and on it was a lighted lamp, just as his uncle had said. He poured out the oil and took it back to the opening of the cave. Aladdin called out, Here I am, uncle. The magician called out in a great hurry, Give me the lamp. Just as soon as I'm up, said Aladdin, wondering why the magician seemed in such a hurry. No, give me the lamp now cried the old man, reaching down his hand. For you see, the only way the lamp could come out of the cave was as a gift from one person to another. The magician knew this, and he wanted to get the lamp from the boy as soon as he could, and then kill him. Aladdin felt a chill in the air. Something was wrong. Somehow he knew he must not give up that lamp. Let me up first, said Aladdin. Then I will give you the lamp. The magician was furious. He fell into a rage and barked out more magical words. The giant white quartz crystal rose up, hovered over the hole, and landed. All went dark below. Aladdin was trapped. For two days, Aladdin despaired. Why didn't I just hand over this old lamp? Who cares about it anyway? Whatever might come of it, it couldn't have been worse than this. What was I thinking? Rubbing the lamp, he moaned. Oh, how I wish I could get out of here. At once, a huge genie rose up into the air. You are my master, boomed the genie. Was that your first wish? To get out of this cave? Three wishes are yours to command. Aladdin's mouth fell open. He mumbled, yes, of course. More than anything, he wanted to get out of the cave and go home. The very next moment, Aladdin was outside his own home, still holding the lamp, and with all his jewel fruits in his vest pockets. His mother could not believe the tale her son told her. Magic lamp she laughed. That old thing? She took the lamp, grabbed a rag, and started to clean it. If there really was a genie in this old lamp, I would say to it, genie, make a feast for my son and me, and serve it on plates of gold. You can imagine the mother's surprise. The genie rose up out of the lamp, and a feast fit for the king weighed down her kitchen table, on plates of glimmering gold. Mother and son enjoyed a feast like no other. Then the mother washed and sold the gold plates, 
and bought necessary things to live. From then on, Aladdin and his mother lived well. All right. I know it sounds like this could be the end of the story. After all, Aladdin went down into the cave, he came up with the lamp, and all seems well. He and his mother now have plenty of money and a great way to live. But here's the thing. If you're keeping track, Aladdin has made one wish so far, and his mother has made one wish so far, which means that they each have two wishes left. Aren't you curious about what else they're going to wish for? Well, guess what? I'll be back next week with part two of this story, and you'll be able to hear about more of their wishes. Thanks to the team at Stories to Grow By for making this story and so many others available for me to share with you. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.